0: Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood.
1: And I'm your devoted lover, Elanito.
2: And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight... We are so energized.
0: We are all grasping hands and taking (laughs) Larson's last jump.
2: (laughs) We loved Larson.
0: I just have to say, off top, I was so curious about this episode just because of the title the title is so esoteric
3: <laughs>
0: and and there's that alliteration at the top and i i was just like what is this because <laughs> no one in the episode <laughs> named lars
2: they could have said leap
0: <laughs> oh if they would have said leap that would that might have been too much that might have been too much
2: <laughs> i should be a writer
0: well anyway uh we'll get into it we're going to tell you all about what happened in this episode and in just a minute um in our minute, <laughs> our second we call Minute Max, <laughs> starting
1: with Ellen. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Ellen's third to last jump. Oh, <laughs> oh that's
3: right. Nice. Ito's, oh, Ito's
1: third to last jump. Oh, my God. And boy, that first step's a doozy. <laughs> 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 I can't remember what happened. Kind of, but I remember some things. And that's usually how I do it. So here we go. Larson's last jump. Eee, okay. So Leland Palmer and some woman that looks kind of like Amy Poehler and the hearts are watching home video and Jennifer's wearing the most amazing Angora's whatever more on that later, um, but not immediately. But so they're watching skiing stuff, but it's footage from one of our favorite episodes ever. I'm going to get into it. But it's incredible. But what happens is that Jonathan is screening footage from what Leland Palmer calls like his freaky camera or something. And what happens is the greatest thing ever, which is it's like a blow up moment where he's like, Oh, the camera's going to stop filming us, but the camera doesn't stop filming. And it catches this ski mask creeper creeping around uh, somebody's stuff and fucking with their skis. He's fucking with Magnus Larson's skis. <laughs> and anyway, he Leland Palmer's like drugging his wife, Pam. And because <laughs> she has a nervous condition because suddenly it's 1802. Uh-huh. And um, basically <laughs> She is super rich. He wants her to stay married to him. He finds out she's going to leave him for her previous fiance, Magnus Larson and mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. Mayhem,
2: mayhem, mayhem.
0: Oh my God. Nice. Like just hearing you do that reminded me that like, there's no way that this can be covered in in 60 seconds. But yeah. No, this, <laughs> I, this
1: one this is wild. My minute max is a 15 volume set Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, ongoing
0: <laughs> uh i'm, I'm sure only the only the uh the the sisler community playhouse is going to be able to i know
1: off, but they're gonna nail it and yeah. i rely on that at this point absolutely
2: i just okay. learned a couple things on in ellen's minimax i did too that i didn't know about same. like there's a larson the money well, yeah, the money, the money, money character angle. named larson
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> the money angle i know i knew the, i knew the guy's name was larson but technically he's not in the show uh so that's why i've said what i said i, said it, I <laughs> see what you're saying. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. okay. But okay, now technical difficulties. Just
2: enlarge. 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 Slow. Push the enlarge button.
0: <laughs> enlarge. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
2: <laughs> Larson's
0: last jump.
3: Yay.
0: <laughs> the hearts invite over some acquaintances to show them downhill to death. And then <laughs> an, an amazing, an amazing thriller. Uh, scenario presents itself where a camera that tracks body movement moves off of the hearts to track a stalker who is doing something with some skis. Uh, That's when Leland Palmer drugs his wife again, (laughs) because that's apparently all Leland Palmer ever does. Uh, uh, Then he follows Jonathan Hart all around all the time and learns all this top secret shit which is so weird. Uh, Jennifer is just taking care of the kooky bananas wife who just keeps getting more hyper. And I love her. Um, she also looks so much like the woman in airplane that gets slapped a bunch of times. And then Ray wise slaps the shit out of her. Uh, anyway, it turns out Ray wise is trying to, uh, he killed the skier, uh, with a bomb in his ski, because <laughs> he <laughs> wants to stay married to his wife, and then he tries to
2: kill the hearts, and he shoots Max in the fucking arm. Yeah. Ski bomb!
0: Oh my god, it's impossible to get through the whole thing. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. This I would almost weaves. do a million minute maxes because I find it so exhilarating to talk about this episode. <laughs> wow. I do live. I do live. Wants to do a minute max. That's I, like this, Bob, this, is, this is a first. This is an I'm absolute Bob.
0: first. <laughs>
1: yeah. And Leland, a
2: last Leland oh, Larson.
3: <laughs>
0: Leland
2: Leland's last leap. Okay. Larson's last jump. The hearts have invited over some friends and they sit in a very strange formation to watch the TV where they're watching a camera that Jonathan's company. Made that's basically that Facebook camera that tracks your movement. And it tracks the guy's movement and he sabotages some skis. Uh, the While while they're watching that, the guy poisons his wife and she, she gets the vapors. And then she's basically a prisoner at the Hart's house for the rest of the... And she's just pl- hugging the bedpost for the rest of the episode. She's just up in the Hart's house and the man is following Jonathan around to all his companies, just learning every little bit. So they go to the, the VCR, Hart VCRs, where everyone wears lab coats. And they talk to the scientist to f- see if he can figure out like, what the fuck that guy did with the skis and it turns out he found, finds this footage of larson's last jump and there's a little whiff of smoke because he put a bomb in the ski to like unlatch the binding and then larson came tumbling down the hill and, and died which is crazy uh and then larson or the the evil guy goes to jennifer with a gun and wants the tape and he trusts that it's the last copy and then he shoots max and then they fight it's the bloodiest fight ever in Hartari history the end Oh my God. And he kills you, both the hearts. You, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you hearts. really, you That's, really. Uh, you nailed that, Joe. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. You guys set the groundwork. Yeah. I really was confused. There's, there's, about um, why uh, is she in that room the whole episode? Do we have another Minimax first? Though?
0: We do have another okay, Minimax okay. From, from the Sisler Community Playhouse. So exciting. All
2: right. All
1: right. The Sisler Community
2: Playoffs probably presents Larson's Last Jump. The Hearts watch a movie from Scarecrow.com with Ray Wise and the woman young enough to be his daughter.
3: <laughs> Twin Peaks! The video captures a mysterious man. Dick drugs his wife, and the Hearts take them in. With Laura Palmer's dad tagging along, Jonathan lists his IT staff to figure out the identity of the shadowy figure. Pamela tells Jennifer that her husband Dick lives up to his name. While in the lab, Jonathan gets attacked by our lead villain, sending every available lab nerd scrambling for miles.
1: <laughs> Dick cops to murdering Pamela's hunk on the side. After an open mouth insert foot moment, the hearts regroup. JHI's Q branch discovers that someone killed a Canadian ski jumping champion. Turns out Pamela's boy toy is the dead man. She gets nervous. Big Pharma to the rescue. <laughs> uh. Emma has more drugs in her than most Grateful Dead concerts. Dick disables the rolls because he couldn't find the
3: bicycles. The hearts go out of control, but Jennifer saves the day. Jonathan's guru has the lowdown on the murder of Mr. Larson. Technology, T- technology ensues. <laughs> Turns out Dick is in serious debt and needs money. Guess he doesn't like basketball. I like got confrontation <laughs> time to stick holds Jennifer and Knox hostage in exchange for the tape. Knox gets shot while an MMA event breaks out. After a thousand punches, Jonathan takes out the bad guy. And we end with Jonathan and Jennifer giving new meaning to the term pleasure valley. The- <laughs> <laughs> god.
2: Pleasure valley.
0: Oh my god, you guys are the best. Amazing. You are the
2: wow. best. Thank you, sister Community Good Playhouse. Thing I'm
1: retiring. Mm,
2: two more.
0: <laughs> the the so one thing that no one brought up in their Minimax uh, is the... The nude s- pumps? The stocking oh. attack, the stocking head attack. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's because I am going to have to go into therapy to recover <laughs> from that. They, just when you think you've seen Ray Wise do all of the craziest things in the world that that brilliant, beautiful man mm-hmm. can do... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stucking I oh my god. That's
2: when all the every lab coat technician there it seemed like there were hundreds of them came running to the rescue <laughs> of Jonathan? Well, it's because
1: there's ever. an yeah. emergency in the lab, so and they all run to the and everybody lab. Everybody just like comes running out, so many blue lab coats. Yes, yeah, and then just regular <laughs> chicks in blouses.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? They just came to the rescue. They were all ready to fight. I oh, guess they were just
0: looky loos. They yeah. were just like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, <on>. drama."
2: <laughs> so I
1: wow. I what?
2: Why? Yeah is Pamela like trapped at the heart house the entire episode? Do we know?
1: Well, it's clearly a construct because when we start the episode, I mean, it's a construct on behalf of, of Dick Brayden, Ray Weiss's character, right? Because Mm -hmm. they go to see the hearts. He's clearly just kind of a creep. Right. And they're just, they're just weird. And he, um, probably just wants to ingratiate himself to someone rich because he's perennially broke and his wife won't inherit her millions of dollars and for two more years, right? Mm-hmm. So they he, they figure out, he figures out that he's been caught on camera and so he is conspiring for a way to stay close to Jonathan and Jennifer to get the tape. So that's what <sighs> happens is he initially just wants <laughs> to spend the night there so that he can steal the tape. Okay.
2: And then she So when that
1: fails, Max foils him in his Technicolor bathrobe.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and Freeway is an arc, as we know. Yeah. Yeah. Um that, and you know, Max closes up the videotape thing. So it's 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 basically he has to stay close to the hearts because now he realizes that they're Right. Going to investigate it because they openly talk about how they're like, you know, it would be cool is if we did this thing, is, and is he's just if we like, like sweating up. bullets and roofing everybody. Yeah, yes, um, and they're yeah, there so. for like
2: a week. It's a long time.
0: I the thing that yeah the the uh, it's impossible to tug at these threads because it really it, <laughs> it really unravels the uh, entire yeah. episode. Yeah, and I don't want to do that, but it's so, I'm biz- I know. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. that's, I'm glad you're here to do that because <laughs> I'm not too, going Joe. to, I am gonna, Me too. I'm going to, I'm going to uphold everything that happened in this. I'm shredding this one, <laughs> but him bring, following Jonathan around on. at work all day. <laughs> yeah. That like, was that's really weird. Bonkers. Yeah. And then Jonathan saying like, Oh, come see the research facilities. Yeah. What the fuck? That's, that's weird. Very weird. And, then to find out they don't even know these people. They are just like people they met in their little fucking uh, on their vacation.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. And right.
2: like, Oh, in uh pleasure Valley, they met in them. Pleasure there. Pleasure Valley. Really? Yeah. I thought they were old friends.
0: No, oh that God. was the whole, the whole manufactured argument that they had, which I was, that was my one thing yeah. with the episode that I was like, I don't like this.
2: Uh, uh, that but that's the one thing really,
1: Right? <laughs> you're like, you're tearing me apart.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I'm yeah, gonna... it was the one thing I it didn't hurts like about <laughs> it. It yeah. wasn't
1: even the
0: fight. It was it wasn't even the fight. It was the way that the fight uh manifested itself. It was so uh writerly manufactured. Like because yeah. oh, it was sure. like it was yeah. built on jokes. So it was like if Neil Simon did it, it would work, but it it this wasn't Neil. So that finding out that they're not friends, they're not old friends, yeah. they just let in this this woman who is having a psychotic break, (laughs) Uh, like just literally live in the, in the guest room, Uh never leaving, uh, uh, and then crazy-ass Ray Wise, who at one point yells
1: at her.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, what does he say? Will you come on? Will you come <laughs> on?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> While <laughs> he's, like, he... ma- completely, like, physically... Yes. Manhandling her. Well, yeah. he drugged her, her, and then he was mad that she was drugged.
2: Room. It's like, what the yeah. fuck?
1: But that was all... I
0: So, okay, this is interesting. I didn't catch... Well, it's so obvious when you say this, Ellen, That that the drugging and the like staying in the house was all Ray Wise's plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess this is just a testament to Ray wise as an actor. He really seemed like he was trying to leave. Like he was like, no, we got to go. Like we, we really have to leave. And I started getting the impression that them staying was going to be some sort of threat to them. Um, But ah. this is at the point where I had no idea what the fuck was going on. All I knew is that they had they had guests over. They showed him a previous episode. Yeah. And then the dude just dropped a rupee in her tea or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right.
0: And then um, she's, her manic episodes, fucking She's kiss. She's an incredible <laughs> so actor.
2: Good. Yeah. So good. She was amazing. I
1: mean, yeah, this. Uh, huh. So I think talking about it now i i'm just like oh my god like if i was ray wise and had murdered this guy this world class athlete who had previously been in, involved with my now wife right that's the, he's he's endangering his ability to complete his goal of marrying pam for money mm mm-hmm. Right, and so that's the whole motivation between the mur- behind the murder. Mm. But can you imagine if you did that, and then you're just blithely going along, and some rich motherfucker that you randomly met on a ski vacation, but you're kind of just want to know a rich friend, shows you committing the crime?
2: <laughs> yeah, at-
1: on home movie night.
2: That's a head. I thought.
1: mean, I just think that that is amazing, and so I'm instantly just like fixated on what that would feel like from the criminal's point of view where mm. it's just like the giant bead of like bullet <laughs> of sweat, yeah. and then when he throws the drugs into her coffee and she's right away all just like eh. oh yeah my initial thought was is like goes to oh they're in on it like like together like it's some kind of skit they're doing together and they're grifters or whatever right yeah. but it took so it took me a second but then i like i circle back and like oh I have zero memory of seeing this episode as a child, but I have seen it since then. But I have no memory of of seeing it when it originally aired. And a part of me really wishes I had seen it when I was younger because (laughs) what?
2: Yeah. Uh Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. Uh, And then he... To to get her to drink her tea or coffee or whatever after he drugs it, he puts it in her lap, says, Here, honey, drink up. Yeah. And it's like, if Eric did that to me, I would be suspicious. Yeah. Like, that's like, why? (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah. It's it's just pretty ridiculous.
1: There's so many sharp, like zigzaggy twists and turns with this plot. Mm -hmm. And at its crux, he's just another psycho that wants money
3: yeah yeah
1: okay so
0: that's so disappointing because i for whatever reason never caught the money angle of this i thought it was entirely jealous husband i thought it was entirely Mm. that that he was just like um oh you want to get back together with your old guy well i'm gonna fucking kill him and i loved it i loved that that's what it was but i guess i'm i'm i was i missed the the money part which is a bummer. That just that kind of pod- makes it more pedestrian to me.
1: Oh no, I think it's twice as good. <laughs> 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 <Because> <laughs> twice as good in how bad, yeah, Dick Brayden is. I mean, I guess that performance like that. is incredible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that was such
0: a great joke, guys. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. What? The, in the sister community playoffs so i guess he doesn't like basketball
2: oh
1: (laughs) the um the way that he treats her is so abusive it's gross so and intense yeah Yeah. and for heart to heart super abusive and and intense and i think it's it's to the actor's credit they're both like all in Mm -hmm. these performances are so good yeah and To me, like that's worth celebrating. I get what you're saying that it's sort of disappointing that it's not just a psychotic jealousy that's driving him Mm -hmm. and that he's just drugging her to keep her like uh, limp and helpless and under his control. He is. But I think it's both of those things. Mm -hmm. I think that that personality also doesn't want to think that there's a man that she would run to instead of him. He sees himself as being the irresistible charmer and superior. Uh, to everyone. And so I think he is jealous. So I yeah. buy, yeah. buy all of it. It's like twice as dark a motive. Mm-hmm.
2: So like, how dare she? Pamela is realizing all of this is happening. She figures him out halfway through the episode and does, she doesn't say anything to, to anyone because he threatens her basically? Yes. That's why? Okay. I, I kind of missed that. Like, why doesn't she just tell Jennifer and then it would... <laughs> Wrap up pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, because no she's an, yeah. abu- an,
1: an abused wife. Yeah, um, so she um, who's been scared. fed like a steady diet of all kinds of pills because yeah. he's like, take yeah. this and, and you'll come down. Yeah, like, he's just feeding her a steady stream of uppers and downers and, in-betweeners. Mm-hmm. and in betweeners, and I got hers. the the sense that she <laughs> suspected something, obviously, mm-hmm. and she's afraid of him probably right. for multiple reasons, right? The way that he treats her, she's not stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's <laughs> when she reaches the place where she's willing to just tell him straight up that she knows what he did. Yeah. That's a crazy moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My, the, my favorite thing about that moment was that uh, Dick just says, yep. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I did yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Like, like there's no, so he's, cause he's, just, that's, that's where Leland. <laughs> I'm gonna call him every name, <laughs> uh, but that's that's when <laughs> Ray Wise really like upped the ante with with not only his performance but with the characterization of of that of Dick. Yeah, where he's yeah. like, yeah, of course I fucking did it, you moron! Like I'm and I. Yeah. What do you think I'm gonna do to you if you even think about telling anybody about this? Yeah, it was yeah. like the conciseness of it, and even when Jennifer was trying to elicit a confession out of him. He was just like, yeah, you're right.
3: Mm. What? Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me outline it for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, it pulls out the roadmap, right? Like, yeah. point A. You, I this, uh, then this,
2: you caught me on. I camera. mean,
1: the crime <laughs> is bananas. And yeah. not just because of the speculation of the delightful and brilliant Frank Radinsky of yes. heart laboratories. Although mm. Frank works for the, he powers the war machine. Mm. Yeah. that guy's got a real something special, yeah um but when he holds up the little explosive when he he's like enlarged and sees <laughs> the little puff of smoke and goes through the explanation about the radio transmitter activated teeny tiny bomb that blows yes, um apart Magnus Larson's ski binding come on, yeah,
2: that's pretty Frank.
0: great right so that okay, there are Th- these are a couple of elements in this episode that obviously I am so in love with because they are ripoffs of blow up and blow out yes, um so the I seriously like my body turned on when <laughs> when the camera <laughs> moved over and a dude Me started too. walking. I was yeah. like, "Oh my God, this is so great." and then again in in when Radinsky... Does the whole like enhance <laughs> blah, 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 which is always mm-hmm. corny, but it was like, it worked. I don't know. It didn't overdo it for some reason. Like, I don't know what it, what it is that worked about it for me, but it
2: just really worked. I was so confused for that moment that I, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't, my my body didn't have time to catch up to that moment because I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. So there's like a robot controlling that camera that automatically detects people, first of all. And I couldn't wrap oh. my head around why they were sitting in chairs with like their wives in front of them on either side of the TV and then the husbands behind and it was just like i just oh, didn't know I what can was answer happening. that
1: last part what? that's just how we watched um home video in the 80s <laughs> in yeah. 1984 yeah and children would sit on the floor in front of their moms Staggered. it was just so yeah very yeah. formal so Yeah, casual moment that you could only wear nude pumps too. Yeah, was it um, so
2: husbands could sneak drugs into their wives' coffee in case they wanted them to pass out? And
1: yes, and just to show <laughs> you know to celebrate the patriarchy. Yeah. Um. But we have to call out the fact that the camera. What is did they call it? The your f- weird little your freaky little camera yeah. or whatever you call it? Your strange your freaky camera. camera. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that it's actually the heart. Thermal video system. <laughs> Is that,
2: that they what it's called? Are,
1: yeah. So it's it's detects body heat.
2: Yeah. I. S- and that- so
1: it's like Predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: it's pre- it's the basically predator of like,
1: you know, it's Predator. Jonathan, yep. Frank Rudinsky, and the other 800 people <laughs> in light blue lab coats um, created Predator. And then Jonathan <laughs> took it on a ski holiday day because... Yeah. <laughs> did i just come up with the plot for the greatest predator sequel ever
0: 100 percent. okay pleasure valley
1: but yeah pleasure valley
0: <laughs> predator
2: pleasure valley
1: crediting
2: <laughs> crediting
1: <laughs> they, sh-
2: they show this camera
1: <laughs> Predated.
2: it's they, they briefly show the Jonathan holding the camera, it's all these knobs and switches, but it's definitely just a piece of an air duct that they cut out and (laughs) bent around.
0: Well, see, I thought it was was definitely from the same heart Laboratory that created the Space Hammer from Episode 2 or whatever.
1: Space Hammer. And it is. You're absolutely correct. Car room with different
2: weather. (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: Well, I mean, all we know is that Frank Ruditsky is doing some high-level shit because Mm -hmm. his office has so many things that we know and love from so many other work locations that are connected to hard industries. He has the wall of light up Uh computers Uh or whatever they are. He has the giant stack of empty uniform-sized boxes for people to fall into. Mm -hmm. Yep. He has multiple... Desks that you can smash someone's head into.
2: That, the only thing that lab's missing is a human-sized paper shredder.
1: <laughs> you know, But you know what it is. Yeah, that's probably just out, out of frame. It's in yeah. the hall. He it's has in to the hall. Frank there. has everything. Mm-hmm. He has um, the, a JVC VCR that I actually remember mm-hmm. the look of and super love. And so the fact that that thing is showcased with every deep thoughts uh, research <laughs> moment that Frank is doing. It's yeah. like, yes, those buttons, that design is so golden Did you have one of me. those? No. Oh. God, I wish. Did I wish they really I had have one, one now? It did button. not have enlarge, an enlarge. button. Enlarge.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it enlarges crisp crystal clear it's really well the great.
1: buttons are so enlarged i mean that's that's how you know that that that's some solid yeah. professional level JVC home video b- home vcr
2: i like how jonathan is like <laughs> we need to figure out who so this guy good. is as a test do do go to the, like the limit of technology to figure out who this guy is and the limit i guess is that enlarge button cuz he just keeps pushing it over <laughs> and over again and that's yeah. the one thing he does basically
1: but that's how you do it and Antonioni it. and john Travolta. Yeah, like enhance. that's how you do it that's how you find out you s- either like you make the sound louder and you listen to it over and over again or mm-hmm. you enlarge and enlarge and enlarge. Enlarge, enlarge, enlarge and so it's next level enlarge and enlarge from blow up for Correcto. sure but yeah but i think that for Frank, I mean, sorry, I'm talking about Frank too much. I told myself I wouldn't do that.
3: <laughs>
1: I told myself, no, I no, stop thinking about Frank, stop thinking about his cool corduroy pants and how smart he is. But
2: what—that's
1: him, right? He's <laughs> still no. Out but there. what I what I like <laughs> is is when Jonathan is in there with his um, take your psychotic stranger to work day. <laughs> Um, When they're in there and he they're just just talking about it. It's like, I want you. Basically, Jonathan's asking Frank Radinsky to role play, to hardcore role play, mm-hmm. which I also love. Yeah. He's like, now, think of yourself as a secret agent and you're going to discover. And it's just like, I'm in. Yeah. I am. I'm thinking of myself as that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Frank Radinsky has the cool giant button JVC model. Yeah. VCR.
2: That big. Bleep bloop 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 wall behind him. I beep think beep, beep, bloop, bloop, is
1: like multiple bleep bloop bloop. I think it's walls. the world's
2: smartest computer searching for the world's best woman.
1: Well, <laughs> we know who that is. Yeah,
2: yeah. The computer. Second best. Yeah.
1: Computer. Who
2: is best woman? <laughs> <laughs> From a horse computer. ranch in Connecticut. Most
1: affordable glass cage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tony's A's glass Google cages. <laughs> it's the glass cages that come from Mexico, where the guy guy makes the dog oh, yes. kennels.
1: God, my head the is. Urns. Yeah, the giant urns. I have to talk about Pam some more. I have to talk um, about yeah, Pam we definitely do. Um, Pam Braden embodied a moment that I just felt made me feel so in the vernacular of the of today, mm-hmm. so scene (laughs) and it's because i'm not proud of this but it's because i do this probably a lot more than anyone should but absolutely a way way more than an adult person should do and that is the moment (laughs) when her hideous sham of a husband psychotic dick braden um is telling her how he's gonna Fuck her up or whatever. If she goes to the police and blah blah blah, and you're this and that, you crazy bitch, blah blah blah. And when he turns his back on her, she mouths, "I hate."
3: You.
1: <laughs> 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 and I didn't that, catch that is the greatest moment.
2: It's what you do to the blank computer screen after yeah. every time we podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate.
2: I I love love that. That's great. Mm Uh, I thought what you were gonna, I thought you were gonna say is like you do this more than any adult should is match her robe to her bedspread, <laughs> <laughs> which I could also see you doing.
1: You guys don't do that.
2: No, I've never done it before. I but mean, I, would I like guess to there's
1: now. St- you you'd have to match your robes to each other and the bedspread. Yeah. So perhaps it's more. My robe
2: effort. does match our sheets right now. Oh, it does. <laughs>
1: wow. Well done.
0: So I just if we don't have any posters on our bed. Otherwise, I would hug them and do a photo shoot for you guys. The- so
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you do you turn around and and joe has just is just snaps his mouth shut because he's just mouth i hate you, you know? <laughs> yeah yes i, I hate
3: frequently you.
2: <laughs> i had that i had a little work uh situation like that once where i i was working with a guy he was a friend of mine and um for the producer's sake as a little joke when he when the, our friend turned around i f- double flipped him off and then mm-hmm. as like a joke you know, lighthearted casual joke, but then he turned around and saw it and it was just like there's no real way to explain that. It, it just seemed more serious than it actually was, and so it was like very <laughs> oh, uncomfortable. It was no. like, "Oh, it was a joke. Oopsie." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would cite one of the examples from my own life if that if we're going around the room and doing that, but yeah. there's so many that I can't believe. I But hate um you. I hate you. Now you listen to me, baby. <laughs> is my my other um, extra hard eyes moment and heart ears moment. You
2: said that to for, each of us multiple um, times.
1: <laughs> yeah, for Dick Braden, the way he says "baby" all the time, mm-hmm. like yeah. he's stuffing pills. Sometimes he's like, know, baby. "Baby, drink up, you baby, you baby, you, whatever, you better, baby." It's just like this is so amazing. <laughs>
2: will you come on? <laughs> will,
1: will you come yeah. on? Will you come on? Come on! on.
2: She's just like totally unconscious. <laughs> also, I have to say, like,
0: that, uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, oh, uh, she and she is acting the shit out of being unconscious. Oh, too. she her is head flopping is around, lollying like
2: around.
1: Her arm—it's just like when they throw her, pour into that chair right off the bat. It's like <laughs> yeah. what the shit. And Jennifer's yeah. holding her clutch for her, which I liked. It's like mm-hmm. yes, the clutch is the most important accessory.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I love There's when s- she. Revives or whatever, and she leaves the heart's house. She comes running down the stairs. It's yes. just like, okay, that was great. Thank you so much. Like, goodbye. And everything's great. Everything's great. Goodbye. Okay, we'll call you. She's
1: on like so much amphetamine that yeah. it's bananas. Yeah.
2: And like the hearts haven't seen her in like four days. And they're like, oh, she was still here. And she just gets into the car and they drive away <laughs> so quickly.
1: I really like well, that. Well, <laughs> I like it when um, she is telling, like, there's something so gothic about. Pam's situation, you know, like, it's just like, Mm -hmm. she's there, like, she's like, uh, you know, like, is she mad? Or, you know, what's happening? Like, she's just, just such a it's such a classic trope but then it's also just so twisted and crazy in this plot Mm -hmm. but when she tells jennifer my kind of sick can't be a doctor can't help my Uh, kind of sick and Mm -hmm. it's just like is that grace pool is she gonna burn the heart's house down (laughs) like what's happening are they gonna put her in that in the attic like what's gonna happen and sure enough Bloody mayhem ensues at the end. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I'm, I'm taking back mayhem ensues from season
3: one. No,
0: <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, so I had just a brief, a brief moment where I thought, "Did she kill Larson? Yeah. Like, is she the one? Because <gasps> that would have been fucking amazing. It would be. I think that it's would be H- Sheldon double twist. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have been a little too dark for for yeah.
2: heart to heart. Eric makes it a point to not believe women.
0: <laughs> I, do, I oh well, they're they're obviously crazy. I yeah. mean, they need yeah. to be
2: drugged.
1: Listen to Eric, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Eric, baby. Will you come on? <laughs> Will you come on? <laughs>
1: I was just like domestic violence.
0: <laughs> well, I, I sadly I did crack up when he slapped her because she reacted <laughs> to the slap. So, well, one, the slap, she reacted to the slap the way that I reacted to the slap because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> oh, <Ow! Ow!" laughs> yeah. And I also was you like, We both had the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Ow! <laughs> yeah. It's never funny. Domestic violence is never no, funny. No, it's not funny. Except for this shot. Well, no, the, the, the it wasn't the domestic violence that was funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was that I reacted about,
0: the same way as a person on TV did.
1: Yeah, and this isn't about domestic violence, but when I was a kid on New Year's Eve one time, we were at my parents' friend's house, and it, whenever we were at my parents' friend's house, I would take every opportunity to try and watch cable television or watch things that I would not have been allowed to stay up to watch. Right. Mm. And one New Year's Eve, there was a movie version of Frankenstein on, but I've never been able to figure out which I should look again, but it was a, like a TV movie Frankenstein. And there was a scene in it where Frankenstein's monster throws a guy, some peasant or some shit, up against a wall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy hits the wall. His head hits it so hard that then he slides down the wall, leaving, like, the bloody smear down the wall. Damn! And I've never forgotten that moment. And it weirdly pops back into my head whenever there's any kind of weird, like, sudden violence like that Mm -hmm. in the situation because it just – both mesmerized and frightened me. Yeah. Also because the fake blood that they used kind of looked like the Pizza sauce that they would have at Shakey's. Like, Go watch them make pizza.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Shakey's pizza.
1: Sauce.
2: I I have this a similar thing with when uh, like the old black and white King Kong. He steps mm-hmm. on somebody and then it, mm-hmm. he puts his foot up and their their legs are just like smashed, but there's no blood. It's just like smashed clay, and it really <laughs> freaked mm-hmm. me out when I was a kid. And so now I think about that pretty often. That's oh. that's my mm. Frankenstein throwing a peasant against the wall. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> so
2: weird. Ugh.
1: I mean, that poor peasant. Maybe it wasn't a peasant. Oh. maybe I just think of them as a peasant.
2: Maybe it was a rich man. Maybe. Maybe he deserved it.
1: <laughs> if I was a rich man, get
2: against the wall.
1: Yeah. Um. There's so many clothes I want to talk about. There's so oh, many yeah. everything's Fashion I want to talk corner. about. There's so. Much to talk about. Jennifer's I just, babbling incoherently with glee. <laughs>
2: her fuzzy, what, are you, what is that called?
1: Angora. Angora.
2: Angora is gorgeous. Yeah, I was thinking that
1: with the matching satin slit skirt. Mm.
2: Yes, yes, that color of blue is beautiful. Yeah, that was, it's I was
1: banging on her. Yeah, I was
0: really yeah. taken by. Pam's sparkly pink sweater, the
1: pink sweater and the pink shoes.
0: Yeah, I was like, you really dress up for TV Oh, she had. Night. I guess like, she had nude shoes, <laughs>
1: nude shoes on. But that's that sweater. I was like, I need a moment. I need Frank yeah. to come over and enlarge and large because it's like, is it <laughs> is it sequins? That sounded weird. No, it's, I,
2: it's like a net. That
1: sounded creepy of me. I'm sorry, Frank.
2: I think it's like a mesh, like a big knit mesh sort but of that so little... is it
1: payettes? like it's so sparkly
2: I don't know it's got big princess sleeves also
0: Yeah it's yeah, it's the, like the, the puff a giant sleeves are with little jewels in it Yeah or I don't know it, but it was it's like It's incredible. She went all out for movie night. It wasn't She looks in-
1: she looks incredible and then because she's being like tossed around like a rag doll <laughs> um it's just like so sparkly and amazing like yes. it's really a conspicuous sort of yes. unconsciousness which i love and again not for drugging your wife Jennifer um, or murdering ski people
2: later in the episode Jennifer's wearing sort of a ski sweater with like white icicle sort of lightning bolts coming down yep. with yes. big yes. shoulders that sweater
1: with the off- the matching off white pants and yes shoes. it's amazing it is- such a terrific but it outfit
2: also confused me because it was like there's like what is it it's just a pattern, I guess
0: I kept thinking it was it was uh tassels or like like little knit things, but it is just a pattern it's in yeah.
1: it's intarsia yeah yeah she they she wears so many intarsia sweaters in this season. It's great, I mean, I love them, yeah, but one one thing that i didn't have time to dig into this viewing was is the Do the shoulders also have Angora, or is it just a straightforward knit puff sleeve? I think it's just a puff sleeve. Yeah. Okay. But it's oh, it's so good, and that the blue there again is Mm -hmm. so flattering on her. It's Mm -hmm. spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, She finally escapes the tyranny of the nude pump that really haunts us (laughs) this season, or it haunts me. I know people love it, but
3: I do
0: like.
1: I struggle with it. It's the Um, spirit of
0: 1983.
1: But she brings back sparkle in her own way when they have the the fight Mm -hmm. and she's wearing that burgundy puff sleeve blouse that's got all of the uh, metallic thread
2: yeah and embroidery on it jonathan is wearing like this desaturated blue robe that's similarly shiny and they look so good next to each other they look yeah it's incredible yeah
1: but the strongest robe game award goes to Max, obviously, because he's wearing his terry cloth, uh, technicolored dream robe. <laughs> was he?
2: I, I, I took a p- couple pictures of Max in his robes, and one was like yellow squares, and the other was brown.
0: I, I well, that, his aprons. Like I actually, oh, one of my notes was right. Max is Max is wearing his boring aprons. It's boring these aprons. Yeah, the episodes. aprons
1: are. There's. It's because the technicolor dream robe. Yeah, happens.
2: the robe was great
1: <laughs> when he comes downstairs because he hears somebody fucking around in the. <laughs> Yes, on the mm-hmm. ground floor. Mm-hmm.
0: I did. I also loved it when he came downstairs in a in a blanket at the end of the episode. Uh, right. Uh, obviously, having no problems with being fucking
1: shot.
2: Yeah, wild. That's so, the bloodiest. Fight yeah,
1: scene. we have gotta we to talk seen, about the fight. It's have we so ever seen crazy. that much blood
0: in a heart to heart episode? Like actual blood on a body.
1: No, no and not on. Not on the hearts, ever. Yeah.
0: No, never. Yeah, Jonathan gets fucked up. Jonathan gets bloody. Max, like the when yeah. we first see him like knocked out on the floor, like oh we, we kind gosh. of were like, oh my God, the, you know, uh-huh. that's funny. But like damn he's it. In the Max background. constantly <laughs> yeah. getting sapped. But then the blood, the two like oh, blood yeah. drops, it was so weirdly real.
2: And it was <laughs> unnecessary. They didn't need it because he gets knocked out all the time. I it's know. just like the, the hundredth time Max has been knocked out and there's never been blood before.
1: Right. But that's what makes it the best. I'm just, I'm wondering. this show has pokers, people getting the shit beat out of their faces. He punches Ray Wise three times hard enough to kill him, which is amazing. And and Ray Wise is also bleeding profusely. Jonathan is bleeding profusely. Max is bleeding profusely. And it's like, Mm -hmm. because they usually hold back, on yeah. that kind yeah. of of makeup, it makes it seem like we're watching like the slasher film episode of *Hard Target*. Yes. Something it makes it so extreme that it's like, is this *The Shining*? Yeah. Like, what happened? Are the twins going to come out of the kitchen? <laughs> like, why is there so much fucking blood? But there's also like the potential that the house is going to blow up. Like, it's just <laughs> out of control. And <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer is amazing
0: jennifer in that outfit well in the outfit and in the fight like jennifer yeah. uh, oh my god she, yeah. yeah. she just
1: jumps up gets between them yeah. We have
0: so frequently commented on on the fight scenes where jennifer kind of just sits back and watches jonathan get beat mm-hmm. up or beat someone up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was not standing by this, <laughs> no. this fight she was she picked up a fucking fire poker and was like fuck you and she tackled
2: him right onto she the sure table did. yeah oh. yeah she was in it. Yeah, are, MVP, do you, MVP. The movie Blow Up and the other one you were referencing, blow are do they blow have- out. Oh, Blow Out.
1: No, oh, it's wow. both. Blow, there, blow it's Up both. and then Blow Out is, oh. is <laughs> like a re, re, uh, okay. are, reworking of Blow Up.
2: Do those have really bloody fight scenes in them? Is that what they're referencing with blow this? Blow
0: Out has, mm-hmm. no, actually no. Uh, neither of them have any fights.
2: Hmm. I wonder why this episode they just went, so nuts. With so,
0: that. what I want to know is what show was what show was pop what what show was taking over their slot? Yeah, in this year because this is the year they mm-hmm. were canceled. So, like something else was happening, and I'm assuming it might have been a little more edgy. Edgy, yeah. Like that, the, the mm. that the sensors, the television sensors, might have been letting up a little bit because blood's not usually allowed. Like you don't mm-hmm. usually see blood mm-hmm. really. Particularly on a body, I think in Heart to Heart we've only seen blood stains. Yeah, yeah, and they're usually just like a perfect circle on, on carpet. Yeah, I mean, um, but like we even, see like, even, like a little
1: bit of blood on people's faces, but e- nothing. Even Heartstruck,
0: like, like yeah. the closest thing we get to blood in Heartstruck is the red nail polish on the TV.
2: Yeah. Uh, do we see some blood on the knife when she stabs the guy? I don't remember. Just, just
1: meat blood from yeah, when she was carving that.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it must be. Mm-hmm,
1: dinner's ready.
2: But so that's not even the craziest part about the fight scene to me. The craziest part is I'm pretty sure Jonathan and Palmer... Fight up a staircase, right? Sure do. They fight up a staircase and they're on the second floor. And the most insane thing to me is they're behind a post and it's super dark. You can't see anything. And someone smashes something over the other person's head. Yeah. And you don't even see who does it. You don't see what it is. It's just like a smash, glass flies everywhere. Yeah. And then they Mm -hmm. fall through the railing. And it's like you didn't, you did a breakaway glass, but you didn't even care to show. Like that's really cool. I think that it's just like, we don't, it's just like, May have. i
0: thought it was amazing how dark the fight yeah. was like it's one it's super smart because we're now dealing with stuntmen yeah and with wigs on and, and yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's that dark so you don't you're like it's easier to suspend disbelief and say yeah. like these are these people fighting yeah but the fight went on for a long long time yeah and was super aggressive and violent like they they not like that scene where a, a sudden invisible vase shows up and like it's smashed over someone's head. <laughs> yeah. And then they break through <laughs> the wood railings and fall. on the balcony and fall through it. Yeah. I I all I kept thinking was like and then they fall on the piano which collapses, which oh I was like God. They're there's no way to explain this. It's like, like they, knew, they knew that the season
2: was coming to an end. They knew that they were canceled at this point. So they're like, just destroy the set. Like, just destroy you're right. the Hearts House. I think you're
0: right. I think it was like, let's it was like let's, let's give it one last hurrah. Like, let's fucking do this.
2: Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, my God. It was intense. But like, how
0: are we going to, how the hell are we going to see the Hearts House next episode and not like a construction zone? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's not like a week's worth of work. Yeah. That needs to be done. They they've, they've crashed through woodwork.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have any of them ever been shot before, too? Because they're no. constantly having guns pointed at oh, them. Oh,
0: wait, wait, wait.
2: Did get, jo- Jonathan, did Jonathan shot get shot in the clipped? arm when he was like wrestling with that guy and Jennifer screamed?
0: I feel like I remember Jonathan getting clipped by a bullet at some point. Yeah, I
2: feel like it's happened. But, but
0: Max got straight up shot yeah, in the arm. Yeah. Like, straight up
2: shot. Which is so wild for heart to heart.
1: Max is feel it feels like max is the person that always comes closest to death yeah if you think about like well i don't think statistically that that is necessarily true but in terms of just being like max probably de- and i'm not making light of this at all max probably would develop cte mm-hmm. because of the number of times that he has been hit over the head yeah. so that people could access something about the hearts or not be discovered. Yeah. It's like it never pays to be the man or girl (laughs) or person Friday because you are going to get sapped on the back of your head so many times. Yeah. It's not worth it, everybody. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it.
2: Yeah. poor Max, but it did take him out because it's like weird because there were a lot, it was a lot darker than a usual scene, which does, Date this the show a lot when you're in a room that's fully lit with no shadows and there's two people fighting. It just looks corny, which mm-hmm. is, we've seen a ton of that type of fight scene. Yes. You can see the, the wigs, akimbo. <laughs> wigs uh, akimbo and it is like, they are not fooling anybody, but this, they like.
1: Wigs akimbo is such a great title for a memoir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Wigs akimbo. It's just so great that they've darkened it up and got, I li- I really like it. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I wish it's like a parking garage scene from Heart to Heart. Totally, but in that's, the Hart's house, mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very yeah. much so. Yeah, it's so good.
0: I think the last time the Hart's house was that dark was uh, when Ed Harris was stalking Jennifer <laughs> through the house.
2: <laughs> oh. oh yeah, tying up loose ends.
0: That's that was him, right? When that's what I'm thinking. That's I'm thinking correctly. She's alone in the house, and then Robin. there's someone. Oh, is that Robin?
1: Okay, so with the perfume bottle and all that stuff, yet another
0: connection Mm. to Heartstruck. Yeah, like there's a lot of Heartstruck in this episode, weirdly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even look to see if it was the same writer.
1: It's just much more of, I'm not gonna say this one has our usual go to love, which is the Giallo vibes, but it definitely has, there's an intensity with this episode Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that. It's not so much in the camera work as it is in some of the other episodes that have this level of darkness. Mm-hmm. So, to me, if it had that, it would just take it over the top. Yeah. In, and I mean that in a good way, of course. But this one, just it has just enough crazy.
2: Yeah. And this, so in our villain this doesn't have any Men of Hench, right? It's just one villain. Is that true? It's, yeah, just, there's no, it's no- just
1: Richard Brayden. And yeah. he loves- Gold digging Richard Brayden.
2: He loves to tamper in the wildest ways. He tampers with the ski by putting a radio controlled bomb in the binding that would loosen the binding. He tampers with the heart's car, which like- We
0: never brought up the car.
2: None of us, yeah, we haven't brought up yet. No but, one brought up the car.
1: Oh my God. It's because how many times can someone's brakes not work or it's, the gas pedal be stuck? Yeah or you're careening down that same road that always has <laughs> yeah. construction yeah. on it. I have to think like are the do the hearts live in Tacoma but- because every road that they hurdle down has some hapless road workers that are just trying to do their yeah. job. Yeah. There's just always a guy yeah. in a pickup truck angled weirdly across yeah. the highway. And you're just trying frantically not to plunge off the edge, smash into the other side. You are like Cary Grant in suspicion.
2: Yeah. So, every
1: time.
2: The craziest part, too, is I don't know. Brake cutting is the standard, but that's not what he did. Right. No. Because
1: he's an engineer. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know much about cars. Next level. I don't think there's a way you can make the brake, make the gas pedal go all the way to the floor and not be able to come back up make it so you can't turn the car off and make it so you can't shift gears all at the same time. Like, what did he do to that car? Well, well the question- from, from, This from, is
1: a man who made a tiny bomb yeah, and yes. put it in somebody's um, <laughs> <laughs> ski binding.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, again, like, I, I, I don't want to pull at these threads, but but the, <laughs> I, the question that I kept asking was, how did they get the car out of their driveway?
2: Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> he
0: hit the gas like it would and have he just kept rah! hitting the gas. Yeah. I'm guessing,
1: and you know, I'm it not would have an crashed engineer, into their gate. But I'm guessing that once the end, once he presses down on the gas, initially, that then it just gradually, like it's like there's something mm. that's pulling down. But don't you aren't you more concerned as to what wires Jennifer's pulling? Because when I fucked around in uh, mm-hmm. my '80s
3: Roll era car
1: with yeah, with <laughs> the wires hanging down and pulled them out. I'm pretty sure it's not going to stop my car, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, I like I am more admiring of Dick Braden for when he's talking to Pam. I hate you. <laughs> um, I hate you. And he's like, <laughs> well, basically, he says something that's to the effect of, of "Well, uh, they leave me no choice. Uh, there has to be a." He's oh, he says we, we need a distraction. That's what he says.
3: Yeah,
1: we need a distraction so that he can go get the tape. A new distraction, another accident. It's like, wow, that's the go-to then, I guess. (laughs) Like we just, um, oh, I have it. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'll just do another accident. (laughs) So to me, that tells us where Dick Brayden's comfort level is at, but also um, how he thinks, which is doing something real extreme. Yeah. To do something very potentially straightforward yet criminal.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then I love he that He started uh, with
1: straightforward and then he just went immediately to bananas.
2: I love that at the end of the episode he just gives up and is like, "Oh, I'll just bring a gun to their house. I'm just going to sh- like have a gun." Like and nothing works for him. He gets foiled Three times, I think. But then, even
0: then, he had like he brought poison with him. Like he brought yeah. poison drops to give them something in their
2: <laughs> in their drinks. And he's constantly around, anyways. Why doesn't he just po- poison in their drinks which when was, they're not looking?
1: Honestly, he this is was interdisciplinary, which I like. Yeah, yeah, this was the
0: most threatened. I feel like the hearts have ever been mm-hmm. is in their house with the drinks because it was like. I'm gonna shoot Jennifer if you don't drink that yeah. fucking drink. Yeah. And I was seriously like, "How are you gonna get out of this?" And then I was so happy <laughs> <laughs> to see Jonathan return to his little T Rex throw. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just like like fan an service, friend, like this yeah, old <laughs> yeah. friend return. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna speak art museumies or art douchebaggies <laughs> about um Richard Braden. When I said he's interdisciplinary, I will correct myself and say that in terms of attempted murder or murder, he works across mediums.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Well put. Right? Yeah. It's
1: not just a gun. It's not just the poison. It's not just a, a real long game gold digging it's not just tampering with the car it's not just (laughs) tiny bomb it's not just putting a nylon stocking over your head
3: and just (laughs) rushing people uh,
1: disguising yourself and going you know it's just yeah because when he he (laughs) he and jonathan like sometimes just the little the little um fisticuffs the little little dust up the little scuffle you get in when somebody happens upon you in the midst of you trying to get your shit done mm-hmm. you know you're not gonna usually you're not gonna fuck people up with such intensity yeah mm-hmm. i feel like dick braden is more intensity more in intensity. a nutshell because he throws jonathan against that desk so hard the desk moves yeah yeah uh,
2: i feel like this is what would happen if I tried to be a villain where I would just go at it from every angle. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a specialty. I feel like the radio controlled bomb thing is a pretty great specialty. If you want to just stick with that. I think more, more of that is what I would do. I think that's, maybe that's what he did to the car.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's an engineer, ah. if he's genuinely ah. an engineer, yeah. then, then I, I, I like that. He is, uh, Using his multi discipline <laughs> like he's he's like I'm going to, you know, I can do this little bomb trick. Yeah, I also know how to completely rewire a car uh-huh. so that it it can go completely nuts. Yeah, um, but the th-
2: <laughs> I can the rush s- people with pantyhose in my head. The
0: stocking yeah. cap, the stocking cap oh, attack. Oh my god, is just bonkers. It do- it do- one it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fit his mo, which yeah. makes it, in my opinion. Truly brilliant because it's like, oh, you're not gonna like yeah. even if you and do that's think it's point. me,
1: no one will suspect him totally. Yeah.
0: And I lo- also love how he set it up where he's like, I'm gonna head over to Rodeo Drive to buy a gift for my for Pam. Oh yeah, and then he leaves, goes and finds a lab coat, puts it on, puts on his the pantyhose that he brought with him. I'm assuming, <laughs> and he got him on Rodeo, jumps in, hits Jonathan with a gun, uh, wrecks the, wrecks the room, uh-huh. and then bounces. Successfully hides, but changes out of his clothes, does not and then succeed in anything. Comes back holding a little gold box with a ribbon.
2: Oh, really? He had it stashed. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's,
1: it's, and even better, of everything, <laughs> yeah, that's he pretty good. does amazing. it in the most delightful black, solid black three piece suit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I love wow. too. So, Jonathan is at the bank. And then he gets a call on LA Mobile, LA Mobile, and it's the technician. And he says, I got something to show you. Come in. And Jonathan's like, okay, I just had the bank. I'll be right there. And then the guy says, are you going to have lunch?
0: (laughs) This, okay, this, yeah. Just like, what? This whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> really really blew my mind and it was one of the things in the in this so at this weird. point in the episode i didn't think that i loved the episode i was just like this episode is weird yeah it's got a weird tone, much like slam dunk it's got a very odd tone that i yeah. can't comprehend really uh-huh. <laughs> but when they i one of my notes is why so much dialogue <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, he tells him this whole sandwich order he gives him the, a whole sandwich order the uh,
0: pastrami yeah. on rye no pickle no and pickle. like there's this whole sandwich order there's the did you, are, did you have lunch well no I went to lunch with a vegetarian so I decided yeah. to skip lunch and then like all these little there's a lot of it throughout the episode just a lot of extraneous dialogue yeah. that yeah is delivered kind of at a clip so it's yeah. the episode felt like a movie it felt like oh, yeah. and i mean i mean that in length like it felt like it was an hour and a half long mm-hmm. it, well, uh, not in a bad way to me <laughs> but mm-hmm. but just it it was it was full it was a full episode mm-hmm. uh but yeah the the whole sandwich order thing which then resulted in Another big laugh from me when when uh, Radinsky shows up with sandwiches and he's like, "I hope you're hungry." <laughs> yeah, it's immediately It
3: gets, yeah, immediately like, Ooh,
1: Ooh, it gets, gets tossed
0: busted.
3: Up into the air. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. my
2: sandwiches. Oh,
1: Security, <laughs> there's an emergency in the lab.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then a hundred lab techs come running to the lab. With the cardboard boxes and the supercomputer <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the <laughs> beginning VCR with the enlarge button on it. <laughs> what the fuck? So wild. I'm so shocked that you guys are like, it seems to be a favorite episode already. I'm like,
3: what? <laughs>
2: so, I'm so shook that you guys enjoyed it so much. Really? Yeah. I thought we were all going to be <laughs> like, Ooh, what is this episode?
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: We're not to ratings yet, though, so.
1: True. There could be a, a twist. Yeah. There could there be could a double be, twist. There could
2: be a double twist or a triple twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love on um, when Jonathan's on the phone and the guy is just hanging around still. What are we calling him? Palmer?
1: Leland Palmer. <laughs>
2: Leland Palmer. Ray Wise. Yeah.
1: Dick Braden.
2: He says Jonathan's on the phone with a technician or somebody and he's like they found what Uh, I can't remember what they're talking about but the guy but Ray Palmer gives the most suspicious look you could ever (laughs) imaginably give anything to Jonathan when they're on the phone and it's just like I feel like the hearts maybe would pick up on that energy after all the capers they've solved after all the sleuthing they've done he gives the most suspicious look to Jonathan on the phone and I feel like Freeway would pick up on his weirdness.
0: Well, Freeway did pick up on his weirdness. Yeah. Early yeah.
2: on. Yeah. But they don't listen to Freeway.
1: Because Freeway's a narc. Like Freeway's like 21 Jump Street.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, did anyone else just want to linger forever staring into the Hearts Media Cabinet?
0: I didn't even notice.
1: When Ray Weiss goes to steal the tape and it's just like so many tapes.
0: How did I miss this? There's a, okay, this is this episode was mesmerizing apparently like cuz I
3: <laughs> I paid very
0: close attention to it like I was not on my phone I w- like I was writing notes and I actually mm-hmm. have notes for this episode but I wasn't like drifting off or anything I think I think this episode really sparked some imaginative things like in my brain cuz I was like one the video that they're watching when the camera moves and sees another person I was like I just immediately was like, that's, that's amazing. I want yeah. that all the
1: time. And that then, is the kind of spark that ignites Ellen and Eric. Totally. Right. That was completely a wonder twin powers activate moment.
0: <laughs> totally. And then I, then I was like, why are they not more intrigued by this? <laughs> like they, they just continued watching the video and kind of jovially talking and, and you know, it's like, No one's like, whoa, this is weird. And that guy is wearing a full face mask and that's creepy. What's going on?
1: It it is so creepy. Um, Just, but the thing is, it's like, we're perceiving it as creepy, but the person is on a ski slope. So the weird creepiness of them having like the goggles and the thing. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, wow. But when you think about it, like now we're so used to seeing Sadly, surveillance footage and motion activated stuff, and so Mm -hmm. many different kinds of footage like that. I mean, people have cameras all over their own houses now, right? Mm -hmm. But that's why I was saying I wish that I had seen this or could remember seeing it as a kid because what the shit? It's not that people (laughs) didn't have, you know, video. Security because they absolutely did, mm-hmm. but there is just such a moment and also blow up, which I saw probably when I was mm-hmm. twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. at the Neptune. And that movie is a seminal, a seminal experience for me.
2: The the motion tracking cameras, did anything like that exist in the eighties or nineties? I feel like that's like 40 years of like that they jumped ahead.
0: I instantly and, was like, that's another thing that I think my brain got distracted by was like, what, that has to be something that's real now. It is. And when did it get invented? Yeah. And what was it? What was its purpose? And right. That, I'm sure it's military, but uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's I It's pretty th- crazy. There's a think. lot in this episode that I find just fascinating. Like it's, it's, I think it's really smart.
2: Also, there's the fact that, like, that didn't need to be a thing. It could have just been them filming. Why does it need to be a motion tracking camera?
1: Well, because Jonathan was playing
0: with new toys It's not a motion R&D.
1: tracking. It's not a motion tracking camera. It's a thermal camera. tracking. It's thermal a tracking. thermal video right. system. But it doesn't but even need it's, that. be. it's actually both. I mean, I guess it's using the thermal thing generates um, the movement of the camera. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's technically not just a regular camera that has mm-hmm. a thermal sensing thing because that would be stationary. Right, right. So it's both of those things. So actually, Frank downplays, although he t- touts the uh, delightful money-making war machine possibilities, Space Force, um, <laughs> they, <laughs> they describe it as thermal video, but it's actually both because the camera reacts and is, is tracking the mm-hmm. thermal
2: but it could have just been variation. a variation. It could have just been a regular camera set up on a tripod that then the john that the hearts were posing in front of, and then the guy creeps into the shot. It didn't need to be like a thermal tracking. It's just like a funny addition to and like confuses the plot and that's what that's what confused me at first for the whole episode. I was like, wait, why the but... camera's moving, and but they didn't know about it
1: first motion sensor. Was invented in the 1940s. Holy shit. Using technology wow. that was developed during World War two. Wow. So, using ultrasonic waves and the Doppler effect to detect motion in the room. Uh,
3: so, motion
1: sensing, I, I'm assuming thermal sensors were probably not that far behind from there. Mm. Well, so this is the thing
0: to, to what you were saying, Joe. uh, one the the footage that they were showing particularly in that scene i was like why are they doing this like where yeah. why, it's just John, uh, jennifer like kind of dancing around in the snow uh-huh. and then jonathan Aww. like coming and giving I her a hug i would film
1: that yeah <laughs> it's cute.
2: sure but with a thermal camera <laughs> well
0: so here's the thing if jonathan has be, is say like our Radinsky is like hey we have this new camera that does this uh, and jonathan being Jonathan would be like, I'm going on a ski vacation Mm -hmm. somewhere ice cold. This would be a fun place to test out this new toy of ours. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's, yeah, it would be like looking for heat. And and it would probably work really well or whatever. Uh, Also the fact that he left that camera (laughs) (laughs) on a tripod. (laughs) <laughs> Just like they went away. off and did whatever the fuck they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Leaving right. this this leaving prototype.
1: B- prototype there. But he's yeah, and because Frank Wodinski says like the, the mil- applications that they have are they're thinking they'll sell it both to the military and uh mm-hmm. For space technology, because of the sub-zero temperatures in space, right? Mm-hmm. And so it makes total sense that they would take it. Like in that context, they set it up for it to make sense that Jonathan has it. But Jonathan's taken takes a lot of toys that are in development. Like that's part of the deal is that he tests them all out because, yeah. of course, he began he earned his money in transistors, right? Yeah. Initially, uh, so yeah, it's in like so he gets it. So Jonathan could make a teeny tiny bomb to blow up somebody's ski binding. <laughs> I think
2: for me, if they could have just established all of that right at the beginning, right at the get go, because the way it was like meted out to us, these details of like, we are watching footage of us in, a, in, in uh, Pleasure Valley. <laughs> There's a camera on a tripod and it's moving because it's a thermal camera that is being tested. It's like, you could have just like shown them at, pleasure valley i want to keep wanting to call it secret valley or hidden valley hidden valley. uh and then like show that they're like oh i got this new camera it's crazy it's thermal it tracks people and then like they walk away and then it's just it's just like the way that that information was given to us was so piecemeal and weird to me that i was like wait oh, what I loved what the it. fuck what the fuck what what and
1: i loved then- it cuz i love watching halsey uh plunge to his death oh yeah <laughs> yeah that um, was funny, like,
0: seeing that footage from Downhill Death really cracked me up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and, like, the sleigh ride, and Jennifer's like, oh, that sleigh ride, and John's like, it's like a $1 dollar or a hundred dollars a jingle. Or,
2: and then not really having funny. Larson be a character at all, other than just seeing him plunge to his death. It's And we don't even see his face ever.
0: That's Hitchcockian. That's yeah. That's, like, full
2: Hitchcock. It's like, interesting. Yeah, to me,
1: I, I feel like that doesn't even even that's not even a blip for me
2: really it's just
1: oh it definitely
0: it definitely i i kept thinking about it but it but it i the resulting thoughts were that's hitchcockian and i love it Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think maybe maybe that's it i'm just like i just accept hitchcockian devices as it's like as it should be as you were yeah
2: (laughs) but the thing about it that also usual that information giving being given to us in a way that was sort of strange, where Jonathan and Jennifer didn't even seem to know that Larson was there, right? Or did they? Were they going to see him?
0: No, they weren't going to see him. They didn't
2: know he, they were standing in front of his skis. They just the only the
0: reason they knew that he was there was because he died,
2: right? And they didn't know that those were his skis and no. that they were standing in front of this ski jumper's skis. So that was completely unrelated to them, and they didn't know that this new their new friends were related to that either which I feel like usual heart to heart you would like set all of that up so like it'd be like I have a new thermal camera we're gonna go take photos then this is gonna happen and then we're watching this Larson guy jump oh no he died oh we all react to that and now we're all sad and then it's like what happened and like I feel like that's how they usually would have done it so this is a very different way of structuring the episode it's true
0: it's true and and even though we have seen Jonathan play with toys from Heart Industries before it's not as common a thing in the series as it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And honestly, kind of wasted opportunity to like Mm -hmm. get a little more bond, bond stuff into it of, you know, he always has like a toy or something, which, which would cheapen a lot of our experience with it, but (laughs) it is something that they could have, they could have used more.
1: I think it is it is a more common device than we're thinking of right at this moment because often he it's because it's implemented not just in Jonathan like test driving stuff or that a lot of the um, reasoning that they're traveling to somewhere or doing something is because Jonathan is doing something for work because he's always almost always working right mm-hmm. in some capacity but they go to like Heart Industries is, is everywhere. Yes. In in the series, right? But there's also a lot of moments where he's like, "I'll call so and so in the whatever division because they have some technology that they're working on that can help them solve this mystery." Sometimes a murder. I don't know. I think I think that that's pretty freaking prevalent. And for me, like it, it's true, Joe, what you're you're describing about the usual setup, mm-hmm. it does have that very like. Uh, what other series does it where it's like just so intense the the elaborate over explained Uh, setup for for me is like it's very murder she wrote and that's not a burn Mm -hmm. it's just like a it's just a style of of telling the story right it's the setup yeah Mm -hmm. but for me i love to not know and kind of have it fall together. That's just my my preference. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it's just too much like, and now or yeah. you know, it's yeah, like totally. I can uh live my whole life never having that experience again. Yeah. But I will be that lucky. But yeah, I I <laughs> I think the only thing, and it's not, you know, I'm never really backed into rewrite corner, but I will (laughs) say the one, the one thing that I would have just tweaked. It's not, it's just because I think that it it would excise something that ends up being made too much of it's that it's a distraction is I would have had, uh, the Bradens be friends of the hearts, not like, because the, to be friends of the hearts, would they have such terrible friends. They have some great friends. They have terrible friends. They have so many frenemies. So many people were like, why is that guy your fucking friend? That guy is terrible. <laughs> so it, it would not be a surprise to us in any way, nor to anyone else that's experienced heart to heart in any meaningful sense, that Richard Braden is a psychopath yeah. who marries life for money because we have seen their friends do that exact thing before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me to, to take... That element out would have very little impact
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, on the overall windy, twisty plot arc. For them to just be friends, it would explain why they're on that vacation. It would explain mm-hmm. without needing to explain and without fluffing up anything. It's like why it would be okay for her to stay at their yeah. house. It, there would yeah. still could still be weirdness. It would under, It would explain the take a psychopath to work day. You know it. I think it would be creepier for them to, there's that creepy moment where they have to acknowledge that one of their friends is a murderer or just a scumbag.
2: Yeah, totally. I would have, I would have, that would have explained a lot more because I was so confused about why she was staying in their room for like so long. It was bizarre. I mean,
1: I get from the way it was written. I get why they, why they did it. I mean, I get, I get, how that may may have made sense to them when they were writing it yeah. but i think they didn't necessarily have to do it like that uh-huh. because it's not necessary but it, it didn't it didn't wreck it for me it's just it, the one one thing that i would have changed
3: fight. yeah
0: it facilitates the fake fight like that's the only thing it does
1: yeah yeah but it's like at what price fake fights yeah
2: while you were saying i didn't ever rewrite but right after you said rewrite i thought of one and i think it's <laughs> oh pretty, fantastic it's pretty good in that case yeah. i'm going
1: to say uh, say that for the remaining two episodes of our podcast
2: <laughs> i think that you are going to love this so the villain it's... in the pantyhose rushes the lab <laughs> he ends up stealing the camera the thermal camera so the thermal camera's back into the episode <laughs> Another yes. return of the thermal camera. He sets it up across the pool on the lawn of the Hart's house, and he points it at them. When while they're getting ready for dinner, they're just having a, a day at home, a night at home. They're getting, they're preparing dinner. Turkey's in the oven. Max is cooking. He rigs a crossbow to the camera so that it's pointing at them. And when the timer goes down, the crossbow will shoot and hit at the turkey. At one of the hearts. Max takes the turkey out of the oven, and oh. he. Trips on freeway, and the turkey goes flying, and the crossbow launches it into the wall. And so crossbow (laughs) shoots the turkey into the wall. And they're like, what the fuck? And then...
0: Uh, And the Emmy goes (laughs) to... Joe Garver. (laughs) I mean, it could also be a gun,
2: but I think a crossbow is fine. No, I think think you nailed it. You just nailed it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Unattended. Speaking of nailing things, it's
2: time (laughs) for... Pick, Pick your phone <laughs> Ellen. <laughs> Is it the turkey? Oh my God. <laughs> Is it my rewrite? <laughs>
1: Can you guess who I'm going to say?
2: Radinsky. Palmer.
1: Oh my God. It's Ray Wise. A Oh wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And Ray not Wise. just for this episode. Leland. <laughs> the, the villain.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> not, yeah. Just forever. We've Always. called
2: so
0: many names. Yes. <laughs> Ray Wise is so uh, creepy to me in in every facet of his career. <laughs> God. Uh, I can't I can't seem to muster up any sort of sexual attraction to him. I actually this this episode honestly is is a no poke episode for me. <gasps> wow. Yeah, there was there was really no one. Enlarge,
2: enlarge, enlarge yeah, on this tech guy. I
0: didn't want to enlarge on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> not
2: wow. even beep, boop, beep, boop, computer. No. Not the computer wall? No. My... And not the
1: empty cardboard box stack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My poke, I also, I feel this similarly to Eric, but my poke is going to be the thermal camera, but it has to be wearing <laughs> Jennifer's sweater with the icicles. <laughs> and then I will poke that camera. I love
0: it. I love it. Uh, the only other thing we didn't talk about was was uh, Max, after being sapped while, uh, while Jennifer is waiting for Jonathan to show up, while they are waiting for Jonathan to show up. Uh, Jennifer Uh-oh. starts to elicit a confession out of uh, Dick, mm-hmm. and he Max gets pushes up record. and pushes record on mm-hmm. their cassette deck. Yes, naturally, so yeah. as you would, which was great. Mm-hmm. But the what really was brilliant was mm-hmm. during the fight scene in the chaos. Max mm-hmm. pushes play on that tape, mm-hmm. which uh, Joe and I were both like, "What the fuck!" <laughs> but it was also I was like. Oh my god, that is so fucking brilliant. And I feel like I've seen it done elsewhere, possibly to better effect, but it I thought it worked pretty cool. It's like that this just totally random distraction.
2: In the Silver yeah. Civil War Museum, don't they do something similar to that?
0: There, well, there's the, the recording in the Civil War Museum um that was part of the villain's like it was the it was the villain guiding them to where they were going or was jonathan guiding the villain to where the where he wanted him to go i
1: can't it's, remember the specifics i mean it's it's a classic extra layer creepy mm-hmm. distraction device right yeah because there's always that moment where the antagonist is like looking around yeah. or like and it's just eerie right mm-hmm. i love it it's I clute. Love it.
0: it reminds me of the end of clute
1: yeah. Uh, oh,
2: yeah. Also, just pieced it together that that it's a recording uh, that did him in. So that's probably what they were going for. It's like the thermal camera recording him is the first clue to the, like put them on his track, and then this recording s- like freaks him out. So it's yeah. like two recordings of him that like. But and but I kept him. thinking
0: he's going to burn the house down. It doesn't really matter. Yeah,
1: but the yeah. the whole point of that it's Max saves the day.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Jennifer yeah. and Max are co-MVPs mm-hmm. on this one.
2: Well, I don't know because Jonathan fought him for like fifteen minutes I straight. Mean, he
1: did, <laughs> and he punches doing... the shit out of him. But yeah. I got to give it to Jennifer and Max. I think so. Yeah, like, like some next level, next yeah. level shit.
2: For Jonathan, it's like he's always doing that shit, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's so a good point.
0: I only have one more note. Um, the line that Ray Wise says to Jonathan at the end that is so good that it almost makes me feel like he improvised it. (laughs) Not to, Uh, not to like diss the writers at all, Mm -hmm. but like it, it Ray wise says to Jonathan, after getting the tape from him, such honesty, how the hell did you ever get rich? Mm -hmm. And he does it. He rapid fire delivers that line as if it's a throwaway. And one Bravo Ray wise, you're, you're a master Mm -hmm. at your craft. But god damn, like, what a great line. <laughs> what a great line for a villain. Like, it's so, so good.
2: Yeah, it's really great.
1: Dick Braden, man.
2: I wasn't, That's I didn't.
1: The villain with some chops.
2: I didn't understand how, I mean, he would, they would have just obviously made a copy of that tape. How did oh, he-
0: there! I I really don't believe that that was the only copy. Okay, the tape.
2: but he seemed very sure that it was. So I guess for the plot, you kind of have to, yeah. like, it has to come down to that one tape. So it, you know, you have to move on. But like, plot hole, another plot hole.
0: <laughs> don't touch that thread. <laughs> yeah, poking holes all <laughs> over the
2: place. Bring back the thermal camera. I felt so dumb at so the wind up scene with the hearts on the couch. Max comes in, in the blanket with holding freeway and he's talking about how cold it is. And Jonathan says he turned up the AC. I was like, what? I did not understand. Any so of that. they could have a
0: fire. Oh, so this they could is have this a fire. Is they... callback to a previous joke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Jonathan says it's actually that night, uh, the, the night of the, of where all the shit went down um, before all the shit goes down. Uh huh. Jennifer says, oh, we get to have the house to ourselves. We get yes. to hang out tonight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how about I light a fire? And she's like, it's July. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and he says, well, I can just crank the AC. And that's when she says, strange. You're strange. Nice, mm-hmm. but strange. Oh, okay. Strange. And so then, then that whole that. thing gets repeated by Max. Yeah,
2: okay. That makes more sense. I think Which, I was asleep during that scene earlier. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which also suggests to me that after, that they did the fire <laughs> That same night after Max got
3: shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't send them to the hospital. They don't send people to the hospital anymore. They just no. convalesce up in that room. <laughs> they hu- Max just hugged the bedpost in the and stared into middle distance. <laughs> that's what you do when you're sick or need help.
1: Like, well, her kind of sick the doctors can't help it. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's true. I have my last note is. Well, they're gone now, but I don't know why.
3: <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs>
0: do you I mean? think that's the that isn't that the line from from uh when they left they left the house yeah. and then John like Jennifer says, Well they're gone now and <laughs> what to, what do we get now I have you all to myself.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. After they leave. And he yeah. says, Oh, I have to go, he, like, I have to go ends check in with the He's like, Well, they're he? gone now.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that departure scene is so hilarious it's true like she's so high
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um that it's amazing i love that moment just
2: also that the that Jennifer hasn't seen her in like three days, but she's been in her house. I love thinking like that, where it's just like, she just pops out of that room. It's like, I'm, I'm better now. I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> it's just like, you've been here for a week. Hey,
1: come see us in Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Check in, text me, whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: She
0: says something like, come see us in Chicago. Truly <laughs> <laughs> do. Truly do. Truly scrumptious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, eyes yeah, just, just pinning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I have an illness a doctor can't fix. <laughs> there was a moment. It's that, called it's called nerves. <laughs> yeah,
2: that reminded me of a moment early on, like a little tense thing between Jennifer and I think uh, Ray, where it was like Ray, is his name.
0: The actor's Ray Wise. Ray Ray Wise. Where he's like,
2: she's like, I'm so glad you called us. And then he's like, I told you I would. And it's just like this (laughs) really tense little moment. And it's like, oh, that's bizarre. And that's when I thought they were old friends. Glad you were in town and remembered to call us. I told you I would. And it's like, ooh, why does that need to be prickly?
0: Well, that 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 also is like kind of further the further testament to them not actually knowing each other. Yeah, very um, weird. My f-
1: the, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh no, it just popped into my head the weird scene in the office with not Deanne, um, yeah. where it's take a psychopath to work day, job shadow, <laughs> like, and. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Ray Wise is like it must something like it's. it must be quite a privilege to work here or whatever and she's like yeah, 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 yeah. but the office has so much art in it now yeah <laughs> I guess I, I lost my own thread there I'm just babbling I, <laughs> all right Chicago bye just,
2: yeah the research department has its own aesthetic I noticed that too that they get rid of his circle circle windows or was it just a different angle
1: on I think it was office? just a different angle okay
2: because <laughs> his office seemed different and
1: there's some new sculptures, though.
2: Overall, set deco for Jonathan's office—it's never quite felt right for me for the entire run of the series. Like we haven't, we're not really in there that often, so it always feels a little strange. But it just doesn't feel like Jonathan to me. I don't know why. There's something off mm. about that office. Always, I don't, I don't like it. Mm. With like blinds, horizontal yes. blinds <laughs> horizontal everywhere, blinds on huge round window.
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah. Maybe Brett will redecorate uh Jonathan's office. Yes. <laughs> like he's doing the whole heart house.
0: Yeah. Oh god, I love that so much. <laughs>
1: That'd be amazing. Yeah, I do too.
0: Brett, we love you. Brett White, we love you. Um we love you, Brett. Anyway, let's get to ratings. Let's do it. I'm so excited for this these ratings, <laughs> and I'm particularly <laughs> exciting for the order in which they are coming. I'm not excited. Because for this. it's starting with Ellen. Oh. Five. God, no. I saw that coming a mile away. Uh, Would you like to elaborate on that
2: five? (laughs) No. Please do for me.
1: I'm I'm happy to take questions, Joe.
2: Why is it a five? (laughs) (laughs) You fucker. (laughs) Um,
1: That's like wishing for three more wishes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, it's
2: fine. I don't understand.
1: I always just have this the same uh, just there's three versions of responses I think yeah. I give when I'm just like vibe, right? And mm-hmm. so this time I'm I'll try and mix them up together, but I will fail. <laughs> um Well, you can't put Ray Wise within a thousand miles and uh, thirty uh forty years of me without me just being super stoned. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay. like uh, it's almost just enough for me just to have him in the episode for it to be a five, which isn't entirely fair.
2: Because of Twin Peaks, mostly, is that why?
1: Oh, I love him in so many things, mm, okay. and this is one of my favorite things that he's been in more recently. Is I love him. I love his comedy, mm. um, and I think all of his performances like hold that pathos and that that humor, like that dark. Humor, but he's on fresh off the boat, and it's so funny. Hmm. He's so funny. Um, also, I just need to mention Asian things. Sometimes it's been a while. <laughs> so uh, fresh off the boat. Randall Park. Okay, um, it's not really necessarily Ray Wise. It's the it's the darkness. It's the weirdness. Hmm. It's a million percent the moment that Eric describes where we realize that they have stumbled onto something and. It's, I mean, you always uh, uh, nail it when you talk about how nostalgia infuses so much of my love, mm-hmm. and that's completely true. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's not nostalgia for heart-to-heart Heart or nostalgia for having seen this episode. It's nostalgia for Blow Up, no. which is a movie that really is just one of my all-time favorites, and I'm never tired of it. It's the exact kind of super stylish super slick super menacing and strange films like it's really a defining bit of cinema for me Mm. and so anything that riffs on that idea Mm -hmm. of like the unwitting discovery like the slow peeling back of like oh my oh my god and Mm. that's what this episode has in spades no matter how many weird characters they Uh, have dancing around it, no matter how many pills people take. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, all of that, the performances are so great. There's, as Eric pointed out, so much extra dialogue. It's just a very very extra episode, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have, like I was saying, the camera work. It doesn't go – it's just a different flavor Mm. of all of those ingredients that I like. Mm. It comes together in a way that I really – love mm-hmm. and I think this episode is just wild mm. in the, in a way that makes makes my uh, heart skip a beat
2: okay i uh I can see it uh don't you dare i <laughs> so, i
1: can't think I can't think of what's gonna happen actually right well, now i can't so, i don't know what's gonna happen
0: <laughs> while I was watching the episode uh I kept getting getting hung up on like why are they talking so much about mm-hmm. nothing? Mm-hmm. Like, is this all going to somehow come together to <laughs> to form some weird, you know, Christopher Nolan style? Like, <laughs> like everything that's been said has come back to to form a perfect ending. The whole episode, and of course, was backwards. that's not the it's case.
1: It's just free, freeway having a dream with this little pause <laughs> <flying>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's a five <laughs> instantly.
0: So there, there's that, like that, and that was really. <laughs> That and then the manufactured fight between the hearts. Uh, I found I found it a little annoying, um, and I I also then thought back to their 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 fake fight in the restaurant and mm-hmm. thought, or was Who, that La Ronde La Okay, in La Ronde, Joe's favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I thought like, oh, are they are they are they involved in this now? Like, does do they know more than they're letting on? And is this mm-hmm. some sort of like ploy for them? Is that why they're letting these people stay in their fucking house? Is that why Jonathan is dragging this guy around the office all the time? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why was that guy always with Jonathan? So there's all this, there's all this stuff. Like all these things that kept making me think something else was going on and mm-hmm. being and feeling like the episode's really muddled and weird and doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And uh I loved it. Cause well, it was like shit. this <laughs> is ju- it is slightly confusing. Yeah. In a what I'm going to choose to believe is a very uh intentional and methodical way. It's super hitchcocky. It's very very hitchcockian. The the, the fucking camera turning to look at the look at a person fucking with some skis. I was instantly <laughs> just like this is so great. This is mm-hmm. my jam mm-hmm. for all the reasons Ellen said. Um and then the Crazy bloody fight at the end! I was like, oh, yeah. we were really fucking shocked. Like, yeah, we were. Yeah. mouth open, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. So I can't, in good conscience, give this episode anything less than a five. Wow, it's, shit! It's, you did it. It's like coming to the end of the series in probably questionable circumstances for everybody involved, yeah. and they're they're swinging for the fences, and I think this one. Was the Miss No Bird slam dunk the last episode? Well, you today? come on.
2: <laughs> 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 will
0: also, yeah, will you I, you both I, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't ignore the amazing performances of uh, of everybody, everybody <laughs> in yeah. the episode. Uh, Fucking uh,
2: phenomenal! J- uh,
1: is Joe mouthing "I hate you"? He is. Right he's, now? He's,
2: he's mouthing "I hate <laughs> you," and I just <laughs> slip drugs into both your drinks.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> drink, up. drink up,
2: drink up, honey. Can't take you anymore. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I really thought we were all going to be on the same page with this one for some reason, but we're not. And I'm fucking myself on the rankings at the end, but this is a, also just talking about this episode with you though. It's a full point up from what I was going to give it.
0: Oh, that's what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it's at least not completely like just middle of the road. I'm going a 3.5. Yeah, I was going to do 2.5 at the end of the episode just because of its like incoherence is how I saw all of this. Mm-hmm. The main crux of the plot is this lady just convalescing in the heart home. <laughs> is that the word, convalescing? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't make any sense for her to be there. They didn't write in a version of the world that would make sense for her to be at the Hart house and to have this guy following Jonathan around for the whole episode. I was just so confused about why those two things were happening. Yeah. And there was no explanation given really. It was just like, she passed out. So she needs to stay at your house for a week. <laughs> That's very bizarre. Uh, And then like the heart fight, they would, I just, they would know not to do that. It just like, there was, there's a version of the plot where they are being driven so crazy by these people that won't leave their house that they, but they didn't do that version of this plot. It wasn't like they were like, Jonathan had that guy around, he didn't seem irritated about that at all, that the guy was just following him to work every day. And just there wasn't a scene where he was like, I can't have this guy around me anymore at all. And that fight was like that version of the plot where they're like, why are these people in our house? Like we just met them and we don't care about them. But they didn't say any of that because we were all confused about them just being new friends. So I think for those like major glaring writing plot holes for me i just like it just didn't come together yeah and so i can't
0: (laughs) i i agree with you yeah i i i i think that everything you're saying is 100 true like Uh empirically true (laughs) um
2: but if you love the tone of it it's like it's just like that's the thing is it
0: works for me it works for ellen mm -hmm. um it does the tricks that that turn us on yeah but Mm -hmm. but also like i i am i am kind of considering their bullshit fight is them being annoyed like that's as close as we're gonna get to seeing the hearts being annoyed with guests yeah totally yeah like because they're the they're the most polite helpful people in the world other than
2: jennifer just like (laughs) shoving a plate of cookies in a child's face (laughs) get out of my house
1: well right it's like they take in all strays so to me like having Mm -hmm. somebody fall ill at their house of course they're gonna be like, stay as long as you need. Mm-hmm.
2: And so uh, I know Ray Weiss from is is not the show Twin Peaks, but Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me. Yes. Where he is yeah. so mega creepy, right? Like, yeah, he's he is terrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> <He's> terrifying. <laughs> and so they had and that. And he drugs
0: he drugs his wife his with wife, a glass of milk, yeah. which oh, he then shit, really? which he pushes into her mouth.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, Drink up.
0: Drink up, baby. Without saying drink up, baby, he says drink up, baby. (laughs) Um,
2: So, like, having that level, that caliber of an actor who can pull that much creepy pathos off, and then they used him for like this money grubbing husband character that he could have gone they could have gone full Robin with him and like, it would have been so much cooler for him to be this like tying up loose ends type guy. And then the recording being played Mm -hmm. for that would have been Mm -hmm. like, Oh, my own voice. I'm like, whatever. Like I've gone insane. Or, and you just like would have done such a good job of like going way over the top with like this creepy, creepy, creepy stalker dude. But I, I agree. They didn't really do that. It was like, he was kind of like normal dude, sort of from what he is in firewalk with me at least. From what I know in this, yeah. <laughs> um.
0: So the uh, Sisslers, oh, oh, g- agree with Joe,
2: really? Uh, yeah, Sissler. Two so point
1: five, the original, from, from, or the... They did,
0: they, so they didn't. They didn't provide a, a star rating or a heart rating oh. for this one. But, oh, but they gave a but rating. They did mention. For the first they did, time they ever. did mention when they sent when they sent the Minimax. Uh, can't wait to hear your podcast for this one, Jenny and I will admit. This is not one of our favorites. This mm. is literally only the second time we have watched this one.
2: Wow. Wow. And they're hardies. Yeah. <laughs> they're
0: self-proclaimed wow. hardies. They're heads. So this, that does say a lot. But hardcore. Hardcore. Huh. Yeah, they're hardcore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just like this episode with all the blood. Oh,
0: my God. Hardcore. Huh.
1: I like that it took the almost the entire podcast for us to think of that one.
0: Yeah, that's
2: pretty. That's pretty insane. That should be the yeah heart of gold, heart core.
0: Okay, well, Larson's last jump gets thirteen point five hearts. That is a <laughs> certified heart attack.
2: I'm rating it a zero. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's still, it's still technically be a heart attack, right? No,
2: it'd be a ten, wouldn't it? Yeah, isn't that? Five to ten is. I thought
0: ten to fourteen was a hard time. We okay. Right, we we're too far into this to argue over the rating system. Yeah,
2: we've done that. We'll just. Although, by doubt.
1: that same token, you know, this is your last Ooh. some one of your last chances to do that.
2: This is true. It's
0: our last jumps. Uh, Ellen, what are we doing next?
1: Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, originally airing on May fifteenth, nineteen eighty four. Next week, we're going to be watching and talking about Always Elizabeth. <laughs> the Hearts and Max fear for their lives when the debt-ridden brother of Max's pen pal believes Max is rich and comes to steal some of his fortune.
2: The brother of Max's pen pal.
1: Okay.
0: hmm oh. Convoluted. Can I, can I ask, is there a comma between Always and Elizabeth? Okay. Yeah. Oh. So it's a salutation or a or a what? What do you say? What's a salutation when it's when
1: it's goodbye? I don't know. <laughs> is it's it a, a sign salutation? off? Right? Yeah. It's a sign off. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know, but that's what it is. Yes, always, Elizabeth. Cool,
2: always, Elizabeth.
0: Um. Well. God, that was, that was fun. We that, we are, this is, this one's going long guys. Like, yeah. long <laughs> and end. I don't give a fuck. That was really fun. I was so happy to talk about that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so spe- speaking of ratings, uh, and people letting us know what they think of our ratings, mm-hmm. uh, Matt C on Twitter, uh, it was at Matt C talk, uh, wrote to us. You guys were too kind rating Slam Dunk.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: And then the shrug emoji, uh, which I I use daily, Matt. Thank you for that. Uh and then
3: he's then he said
0: <laughs> Next up is a great episode though. Larson and Death Dig would be my picks for season five favorites. Ooh. Here, here.
2: What did we rate uh Slam Dunk?
0: Slam Dunk got a ten point five. Uh, Ellen was four. I was four point five. You were two. <laughs> and again, uh, again, w- that I was, was w- like just a tone. Like that's ju- I'm all I can talk about is what it makes me feel. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. Yeah. But
2: Death Dig, we all gave five. Yeah, Death Dig's yeah. great
0: because
1: yeah. Duran Duran. I have, <laughs> yes.
2: uh, I have such fond memories of that. Yes. Episode.
0: I have such fond memories of. This entire series, I'm so oh, sad man. that we're coming to an it. end. Okay, so we are like, yes, we are coming to an end of the series, but we do have eight movies to watch, mm-hmm. and we will be doing recaps of the series and the films, and we might do some sort of uh, like overall, yeah, you know, whatever. Finale. Um, but also. I don't think we're done talking to each other on microphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know exactly what the theme of the next thing is going to be. But I'm hoping that if you've listened to over 100 episodes of this <laughs> podcast, that you kind of like us. I'm sorry. And you just want to hang out with us mm-hmm. uh, once a week, maybe. Talk about um, something. So we'll figure it out. We will we'll, we'll t- we are taking suggestions. Uh, so you can send those to itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. Or at Twitter or Instagram at it was murderpod, um, and you can also just say hi and.
2: But we're not going to do any of the, your suggestions.
0: Very likely not. But we
2: <laughs> <laughs> just so we. We're we're but
0: we we would like the we would like the fodder for ideas, <laughs> um, and we like hearing from you anyway. We, we it's so great to to get to talk to some of y'all when yeah. when you decide to talk to us. Like now we know. Danny at the UK office and we <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: and Ryan and Lorena and uh, Jackie and Rachel and like ugh, it's so awesome and now Matt like how fucking rad that we yeah, are meeting you that. through this this weird weird device Um, so yeah talk to us and also please rate and review us uh, where you're listening to this give us five stars and mm-hmm. write a nice little thing it can be uh, someone actually wrote on Apple Podcasts Yay, Ellen. That was their review. Was
1: it the was it the week when I tried not to swear?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh but <laughs> that was the week that you swore the most.
0: <laughs> but thank you for that. Like that's that that Aww. weird that weirdly is super helpful to to us. It, it can help us find more people that are either into the show or will become into the show because of this and they can watch this on archive.org currently uh, uh right. in varying degrees of quality mm-hmm. as well as daily motion you know just google the episode title and it will come up or you can as as the Sisler family or sister community playhouse pointed out scarecrow.com you can rent the physical dvds <laughs> from scarecrow.com uh support a wonderful company and uh wonderful organization sorry and uh Keep them alive, please. Please, please, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? What else do I ever say on this bullshit ending? (laughs) Your salutations. I
1: I have to say, I I feel like, well, I I can't speak for all three of us, but I will right now. (laughs) Um, I would love for us to celebrate on our Instagram, specifically, if people wanted to submit their top three episodes I don't know. We have to figure it out. We always like go over and over stuff. where It's like, will we do our top three of the season? Will we do our top three of whatever? But I would love to if people were to submit those things. I would love to post something like that on the "It Was Murder" Instagram thing, which we have just learned, you know, throughout the process that we're not very good, yeah, um, or regular, <laughs> yeah, uh, Instagram folks. But it is a place where we could celebrate folks that do love the show. It's mm. not about them loving us. It's about them loving the show. And I think we're always fascinated, like with Matt, like Matt told us what his favorite episodes of this season were. And I love that. I mean, it's Me Desert too. Island Discs, yeah. right? Who yeah. doesn't love knowing other people's favorites. Like it's always just like, so satisfying for reasons that I can't quite put my finger on no matter what, if it's like completely like, Oh, what? Or like, <laughs> yes, yes. Tasteful person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Genius. Yes. But I would love that. I don't know. So maybe I'm putting a call out there for folks to message us on Instagram with their lists. Um, yeah. And maybe that's something we can do because it, we are, it is drawing nigh, you know, movies are not like this portion of our pod lives mm-hmm. and our heart to heart, this this phase of our heart to heart relationship is drawing to a close. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in some ways it opens up a lot of opportunities to spend time engaging more in different ways. Yeah, totally. definitely. Um, So a just a thought. I just love it. Just thought on keeping it keeping it going.
2: Unless yeah. the next thing we do is start the entire series over. Oh God. <laughs> and just do it again. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Can we please do that? I'm proud
2: <laughs> to. Um,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm legit tempted to do it. It would be it. so
2: <laughs> interesting, yeah, to go straight back to the beginning and just like, how do we feel about these episodes now?
1: Well, are we still the same people that we... Or in relation to heart to heart, yeah, as when when we started,
2: yeah, and like how how our ratings would match up to our own ratings. Oh from my god, the- yeah. Well, it's-
1: you you and Eric both changed, um like you changed your role slightly. Yeah, you you became the diehard romantic, mm-hmm. Eric, mm-hmm. Um, and Joe,
2: <laughs> the satisfied virgin. <laughs>
1: You became satisfied. You, you, at one point, were satisfied. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's true. So,
1: (laughs) I I remember that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't don't know. Anyways, I'm just rambling at the end of an already long uh, episode. But, (sighs) but yeah, there's just a lot, a lot to. To think about a the, lot yeah. of the moment when
2: I became satisfied is definitely a moment when Jonathan threw something in a straight line at somebody <laughs> and it didn't arc at all. Like you know what? Line. I
1: would say I would do the whole series over again if we did it with guests.
2: I, yeah,
0: I would do that as well. That would be fun. I would do that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, shit. well,
2: <laughs> guess we know what we're doing. Let's Next. percolate on that. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> I'm the devoted lover. Of course, I would do it all again. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down. Anyway, Freeway's a narc, but he's an adorable <laughs> narc. And him and Max Jump. are sleeping on the porch tonight because <laughs> it's 78 degrees, and it actually might be kind of 78 degrees in LA right now as like well. Uh, I hope they slept well. Good night, Freeway.
1: Good night, Freeway.
2: Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Always, Joe.
3: <laughs> I hate.